My novel Finding Home is available for purchase on February 20th in everywhere that books are sold. One reader called it a spiritual experience embedded in pure drama. And that's exactly what I wanted to do. Tell a fantastic story, but reveal all the layers of spiritual truth that were in the prodigal son parable when Jesus told it. But we miss it with our Western eyes. You will be amazed at the Father's incredible love for you. You can find out more on my website, susankamacias.com backslash finding dash home. Welcome, friend. Do you find yourself with an empty nest and a faded vision? Then you're in the right place. God still has a calling and mission for us in the second half of our lives, because you know what? We're not done yet. So join me, Susan Macias, author, speaker, and empty nest mom, and let's explore how our family, our church, and our world needs us. Welcome to episode six, and our title is kind of a weird one, I'll admit it. We need strong knees. What in the world does that mean? Well, I'll get around to that. Let me say that I miss my 20-something energy and my 20-something body. I could go and go, get up early, stay up late. Eventually, I'd crash for a day or two, but then I was right back at it. Now, my life energy balance is not what it used to be. I need more sleep, and I don't sleep very well anymore. I physically get tired way before I used to, and parts of me hurt that I never even knew were going to be an issue. I guess it's just a fact of getting older. I mean, it stinks, but it's just part of the deal. You know, just like in my physical life, my spiritual life can be worn out too. So now more than any other time, I need to get rid of everything that weighs me down and keeps me from serving Jesus. We're talking today about a scripture that instructs us to strengthen our weak knees. Isn't that a weird thing to see in the Bible? But it's a beautiful picture and very relevant to us in our second half of life. So how do we do that? You know what? I just got back from Colorado where I took a long hike. And the next day, my right knee ached so bad I was actually limping. If I want to physically keep doing things like hiking and doing physical activities, I'm going to have to strengthen my knees. And if I want to pursue hard after God all my days, I'm going to need strong spiritual knees. So here's two suggestions. First, I need to get rid of everything that makes it harder like extra weight and things that that burden me, and I'm going to need to strengthen what's weak or make provision for it. I found both of those suggestions in Hebrews 12. But before we get to the how, let's go back and establish our why. Because if we know our why, we're much more motivated to do the how. Okay, obviously Hebrews 12 comes right after Hebrews 11. And in Hebrews 11, we have what's called the Hall of Faith. It's where we have a listing of faithful acts of men and women through time that have served God. We have named people and we also have a list, but just their faithfulness is listed. Those are our cloud of witnesses when we get into Hebrews 12. Hebrews 12 says, therefore, therefore, because of all of that is listed in Hebrews 11, we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, every one of those faithful people. Let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely 
And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Okay, so first of all, we need to look to examples in the heroes of faith. It's one of the reasons I love biographies. Other people's continuing faithfulness, even through struggles, inspire me greatly. Secondly, our example is Jesus. He fulfilled God's plan in his life to the point of sweating blood and dying on the cross. He's my ultimate example. So with those examples, we look at our goal straight out of Hebrews 12.1. Run with endurance the race that is set before us. And that's where our knees come in. Okay, so we have our why. How do we strengthen our knees? Step one, we throw off what makes it harder. In verse one, it says, let us lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely. Sin winds around our heart and trips us up and makes everything more difficult. It throws our spirit out of joint. We need to deal honestly with sin that we're hanging on to. In episode five, it's called the cure for the bitter heart. And if our heart is bitter and full of unforgiveness, then we are never going to be able to run with endurance. Later in this chapter, in verse 14, it says, Strive for peace with everyone and for the holiness without which no one will see the Lord. You know what? Difficult relationships, they suck the life out of us. But what do we do with that? I really hold on to the scripture that says, as far as it is up to me, I try to be at peace with people. I cannot change people. I can choose, though, to forgive, even when someone doesn't ask for it, when they don't deserve it, and when they keep doing the same thing. I'm not talking about staying in a toxic situation and not looking for solutions. I'm talking about hanging on to bitterness for what has happened in the past. It hurts us, not the person who did the harm. So it's important for us to live at peace. Because what happens if we don't forgive? In verse 15, see to it that no one fails to obtain the grace of God, that no root of bitterness springs up and causes trouble. And by it, many defiled. Who wants a root of bitterness binding up their heart? It causes trouble, we're told, and it defiles many. You know, wives, I'm just going to tell you, if we hold on to bitterness to our husband, it hurts our kids. It hurts our homes. It hurts our families. It looks nothing like Jesus. And it ruins the spirit of our family gatherings. So as much as it is up to us, Let's forgive and live at peace. Okay, so step one was throwing off those things that make it harder. We're going to get rid of the baggage that we're lugging around with us, making everything more difficult. Step two, figure out what's weak, and then we need to strengthen it. I'm a very visual person, and this picture works so well for me. I can just picture myself on that hiking trail in Colorado, my pack I decided was a little too heavy because, of course, I brought books with me, and that always makes for a heavy pack, which was harder on my knees. And there were big rocks in the trail. If I didn't watch where I was going, I tripped. Okay, with that picture in mind, let's read Hebrews 12, 12 and 13. 
Lift your drooping hands and strengthen your weak knees. Make straight paths for your feet so that what is lame may not be put out of joint, but rather be healed. Last episode, we talked about our heart, about bitterness that binds us up. And now we're talking about our knees, our weak knees that need to be strengthened. We can't run our race with endurance on gimpy knees. We need to watch out for them. And I love this part of the verse which says, you need to make straight paths for your feet so that what is lame. Okay, let me stop right there real quick. Ladies, at this point in our life, parts of us are lame. And it's okay. That is a part of our journey through a sinful world. But we need to recognize that and make as straight paths as possible for our feet. So let's go back. So that what is lame may not be put out of joint, but rather be healed. So we need to be conscious of what puts us out of joint. What just ruffles our spirit and makes us angry and makes it difficult. And then we need to do what we can to get rid of those things. If certain books or TV shows make you feel dissatisfied, don't watch them. If you're reading romance books and it just makes you mad at your husband, don't read romance books. There's plenty of other things to read. If social media breeds jealousy or a judgmental spirit, then get off of it. If other things are getting in the way of time in your Bible and the Word, then stop doing them. Put the Bible and the nourishment that it brings first. We can make our path easier or harder. And the weaker our knees are, the more we need to make straight paths for them. Because our with weak knees, we cannot run our race with endurance. We can't bend our knees in prayer. We can't build and plant and minister. In episode two, I talked about our call to harvest the fields and why it's never too late for us to get started. But we need strong knees to do the work. This metaphor pictures to me the decisions I make at this point in my life for how I can be effective or not. In my physical age, I need to make healthy choices every day to feel my best and be my strongest. And spiritually, I need to make choices to enable me to run my race as best as I can. Think how much harder I make it for myself if I don't throw off bitterness and entangling sin, or if I choose paths that are more likely to trip me up. So here's your practical suggestions for today. First, read inspiring stories. Remember Christians of the past who have served God faithfully through difficult times. That is our cloud of witnesses. Next, strengthen our knees with the nourishment and lubrication of the bread of life, which will make our knees work and be strong and not ache. Also, we need to walk straight paths, steering away from the things that throw our bum knees out of kilter. Next, we need to strive for peace with others as much as it is up to us, leaving them to the Lord. Once again, go back to episode five and where it talks about bitterness. We can't walk around with bitterness and serve God. We cannot be at peace as much as it is as up to ourselves if we are bitter and angry at others. And that leads to our last thing, forgive quickly so that roots of bitterness do not trip us up, bind up our heart and make us ineffective. We need to be light and lean, only taking what we need, keeping our eyes on Jesus with strong knees that we can run our second half calling hard and with endurance after Jesus. Jesus. 
Thanks for joining me today. Check out my website, susankmacias.com, to find more encouragement and to be empowered toward taking your next step. Connect with me on Facebook or Instagram at Susan K. Macias. If you enjoyed the podcast, would you please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or whatever platform you listen on. Subscribe and share it with a friend who needs some encouragement to pursue God's call. And what about you? What's Jesus calling you to do? Be brave. Take a baby step. Do the next thing. Because you're not done yet.